Well, at this time of year, every year, we tend to see a lot of best of lists. They are rolling out. What about the best city? There is another one of those. And for more on that, I am joined once again by show contributor Raji Sohal. Good morning again. Hi, Jill. Yeah, this report out about the top cities of the world, you know, I always do take these ones with a grain of salt because a lot of them are chosen by things like magazine editors or travel editors, that kind of thing. This report is different. It's very comprehensive in its ranking because it looks at data in 24 different metrics, six different categories to decide these top world cities. And actually a Vancouver-based company is behind the report too. So a lot of city rankings focus on, I find the tourist factor, like, is it a good place for us to visit for 36 hours or a week, that kind of thing. And this report looks at so much more than that. Uh, It asks, are the cities um, desirable for locals, for visitors, for attracting business, new business? Um, Are they good places to work? So it goes way beyond just livability or a tourism appeal. And uh, for cities that made the top 10, we're looking at Barcelona, Singapore, Madrid, Amsterdam, Rome. I think no surprises there. The top four cities are Tokyo, New York, Paris, London tops the list. So Vancouver's nowhere to be seen in that top 10. In fact, Vancouver, Jill, is at number 69. And Chris Fair, who's uh, the president of Resonance, that's the company that compiles this report, he said 69 is actually a good position. Uh, yeah, it seems like, you know, it sounds low to when you think about it. But then if you look at all of the cities and like you said, all of the different markers they're going for, it's not a, a horrible place to be. No, not, not a terrible place to be. Here's Chris Fair talking about how there's a little bit of a difference between Vancouverites uh, or Vancouver's reputation versus reality. When we think about what makes the best city in the world is really based on attracting talent to a city, attracting companies to a city, or attracting visitors to the city. So we look at 24 different metrics grouped into six different categories to determine the overall ranking. And that's everything from economic factors, like the number of Fortune 500 companies, to the connectivity of the airport, to the weather and safety, to the number of nightlife experiences, restaurants, parks. Vancouver is one of the best cities in the world which is why I moved here. When I talk to people around the world and make presentations about best cities, I mean, I use Vancouver as an example of a city that's uh, reputation is probably better than the actual product from a performance perspective. You know, and there are other cities like Chicago, let's say, whose reputation is probably not as good as the actual product is in terms of what the data tells us. It's really interesting. Hey, Jill. In fact, that one stung a little bit because I think Vancouverites do like we can be a little bit smug about how beautiful it is here, about how we have the perfect weather. If you look across Canada, we do have the best of many worlds. I think a lot of people find that here, but uh, he laid it out there that Vancouver's reputation might be uh, better than the reality. Uh, Yeah, not a big surprise there. It reminded me, too, of this wasn't Metro Vancouver specific, but a few years ago when the license plate motto was BC, the best place on earth. And when you talk about the (laughs) smugness, and I remember seeing that and thinking, okay, it's pretty, but have you not traveled anywhere else? So what are you comparing it to? 
Yeah. And another one is, you know, to be sure affordability was, was not the biggest factor on this list of top cities. And we see affordability slipping away from us in Vancouver. But you look at these other cities that top the list, London, New York, Paris, uh, they're not affordable either. Um, but one thing that I was thinking about when I was looking at those top cities and then looking at Vancouver at 69 was just culturally, it feels like those other cities have just tons going on. You know, they're busy, they're bustling, lots to offer. And we're still having these debates in Vancouver about whether there should be more big outdoor events, you know, mm -hmm. or whether people should be allowed to enjoy a beer at the beach without a fear of uh, getting in trouble for it, you know. But I think you, you can't really be a Vancouverite unless you're proud to be from here. So the smugness is real. But one thing that Chris pointed out to me was that uh, Vancouver has some growing to do and it needs, in order to do that, it has to attract big business. When I think about Vancouver, you know, a lot of the attributes are, are really well known in terms of the natural scenic beauty. Uh, but there are some underlying things that we really need to focus on improving as a city most of them related to um, economy and some of the economic factors in terms of as a place to do business. Um, you know, Vancouver underperforms relative to a lot of other global cities. Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's well known that we're not uh, home to the largest number of corporate headquarters. Toronto and Canada's number one, you know, Calgary's number two. Um, so, you know, we're lagging behind Toronto, Calgary and Montreal uh, in that regard. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's also some things to think about as it relates to, to labor force. And, and this is a challenge for all Canadian cities, you know, relative to other cities around the world where we don't necessarily have the programs in place um, that encourage and allow a broader and more diverse range of the population to participate in the workforce. And, and this is becoming a, a critical issue as our population gets older. You know, we've seen that coming out of COVID that uh, industries of all kinds are struggling to, to fill uh, the roles and, and vacancies that they have. Yeah, Jill. And also there's something to be said there about attracting workers through, you know, having really big business in Vancouver, entrepreneurship, uh, some of those huge tech companies not making it tough for them to start up in Vancouver. But then that also means you have to match people's salaries uh, with the cost of living because it's expensive to rent or buy here. So th they're complex issues, um, but I, I wouldn't mind it just as a proud Vancouverite myself if, if we could inch up from our 69th spot on this list to something uh, more respectable. Uh, absolutely. I, I think it's interesting, too, that when you look at the numbers, so they're saying Vancouver with a population of 2.4 million. So they're looking at Metro Vancouver. This isn't comparing because, I mean, you can't compare Vancouver proper when you mention some of the other cities, London, New York, Paris, Mumbai. Uh, Vancouver's population in the city itself is less than a million. So they're clearly looking at the region and how the region is is kind of how it compares to these other cities. Yeah, absolutely. And and the geography is important too, because if you're talking about just Vancouver proper, you're missing out on some of the other really beautiful areas to live elsewhere in, in uh, Metro Vancouver. Um, but I think also, that, you know, there's a lot of talk these days about Canada's openness to immigration to fill uh, some of the, the spaces, the gaps that we need in our, in our tech talent and that kind of thing. So, you know, 
governments are talking about this. So it looks like there is an appeal to change that stuff. And we're talking more again, coming out of the pandemic, uh, uh, increasingly about how to get our arts and culture up again, get stuff happening, get people out and enjoying the city together. And uh, like you said, maybe get higher up on that list. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Interestingly, also, uh, one thing that the report mentions is how uh, diverse Vancouver is. This is something that, Jill, I forget sometimes and I'm reminded of when I do travel and I see and I visit cities where there is less diversity sometimes and I'm going, oh, wow. Yeah. Like it's become so uh, normal in Vancouver, in Metro Vancouver to recognize that people come from all over and uh, it's so appreciated that it's become more normal here too. Yes, it is certainly a lot of good things about the region. Raji, thank you so much. Thanks, Jill.